Hey everybody, this is Matt Enos, class of 1990. Hope everybody is well. The thing that I remember most about high school is coming out of the uh, last night, the the after party, after graduation, joining everybody up at the at, up at the farm, and just looking out and trying to figure out what the hell am I going to do now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Ponder This Podcast. I am very delighted to have an amazing guest in studio with me. Uh, this is a guy who, he towered over everybody in high school. I remember, I think, he was number uh, 25 on the basketball team. Uh, and he might have been taller than uh, Mr. Cody, the head coach. And right up there with Jeff Corbett. So, Right off the bat, you know that we're talking about a big, big dude. And uh, he's living in Arlington. He's uh, really excited to kind of reconnect with everybody. He reached out to me recently after listening to uh, a couple of episodes. And he was like, you know what, Tim? I don't even remember who those people were. So I better get my ass in the studio and come have a chat with you. So ladies and gentlemen, let's give uh, number 25... He did. Uh, he did shake his head that I was correct with my uh, my number. Let's give a big welcome and a round of applause to Mr. Matthew Enos. 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 Uh, all right. Yeah. I've, always, I've always gone with Enos. Yeah. Yeah, I always went with Enos yeah, too. It's uh, you know rhymes with a it, it rhymes with a male male body part male yeah. body part. Well, you know, listen. Over time, it gave me a thicker skin, and uh, and I, I'm I'm appreciative for that. So well, I, I I'm glad. I'm that, glad they don't. They, yeah. they haven't started calling my son that yet. Uh, I I, <laughs> I do feel I need to start to prepare him for it because yeah, it's it's, it's, it's probably it's inevitable. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, he's nine. He's nine. Uh, I just yeah. want to start off. I I really appreciate it. You know, as you mentioned, I've reached out a couple of times just to commend you for the work that you're doing here. I think that this is is amazing. Um, you know, in, in the lead in, you know, we were just kind of talking. You know, a lot of the folks that you've been talking to, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't really know them in high school, but I've been fascinated by their stories and uh you know i, I think that uh, you really deserve a lot of credit for for you know having us in putting this project together reconnecting us you know 30 years on and uh uh you know kudos to you well thank you i honestly i appreciate it um i i you know we did chat a little bit about it off the top and it's been it's been fantastic it's uh, been magnificent it's been amazing it's been stupendous it, it really has been i mean it's 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 um certainly filled me with a lot of happiness, um, knowing that guys like yourself and, and women, you know, not like yourself are out there, uh, are out there, yeah, on the day. yeah. <laughs> are out there tuning in because it's, it's, uh, you know, again, let's go back eight, nine, 10 months. I, I just feel like it's needed. The connection is needed. And, um, it's, you it's know. been, it's been important and, and, you know, you can't, uh, I know that we don't, we don't want to talk about the, you know, a lot about the pandemic, but it's been important you know, again, especially during this time to, to be connected. And, and uh, for folks that, again, I haven't, you know, I didn't really know that well in high school for me to feel connected to them, you know, after all of these years and after all of the experiences that we've all had and everybody's gone in different directions. And, um, you know, uh, it, it just, it's been meaningful, you know. Well, it's great. Been meaningful. No, that's great. So, so let's get into it. What yeah. uh, you did mention to me a little bit and, you know, we can start with, 
the present and then work our way back sure. to the to the to the past. Yeah. Um, the last year in particular has been a bit uh, unsteady for you. It's, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a year for sure. Yeah. So um, so about a Jan- year ago. Yeah, Jan- yeah January yeah, so, or February of twenty. So I've been uh, so for the last year I've been unemployed. Yeah. Uh, I had been working for a software company. I spent you know the majority of my career. Uh, in financial services, and then the last uh, you know six or seven years, I I moved over to the uh, financial technology side of the business. And okay, just looking to do something different. Um, you know, saw the you know, I, you know like some of the other guys that we uh, graduated with. Uh, you know, I, I worked as a trader on Wall Street down in New York for three years in the late '90s, early 2000s. I actually left New York uh, a week and a half before 9/11. Our oh, building geez. was right next to the World Trade Center. It was kind of bananas. Um, you know. Came back to Boston, was out of work for a year after that. You know, a lot of uncertainty. And yep. People just weren't hiring and um, ended up getting back in, you know, back employed in Boston as a, you know, a trader covering institutional accounts at this point. So, again, like a lot of our class has done in the past, um, you know, there's a, there's a whole slew of folks that used to work on the Boston Stock Exchange and have now branched out. Um, and I did that for, you know, for a bunch of years uh, until I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall and, and decided that I was going to do something different. And I've always... Uh, you know, ironically, I was a credibly shy person when I was when I was younger, and and even through high school. Yeah. You know, I wasn't somebody who was necessarily going to put myself way out there on a limb. But I feel like what I've what I've learned about myself is I value relationships and friendships like crazy, um, and I think that that's really where I found my calling. So as I've you know as I went through my career, yeah, I you know especially when I when I went over the technology side, you know I. I the relationship management, account management, but really with a with a driver of understanding people, what what drives them, you know, what their businesses need, figuring out, you know, what they like, what they don't like, and then trying to find solutions for them. Yeah, so be- I was doing that for you know for the company for six years. Okay, the last two I was running the group, uh, and I came in one day uh, a year ago, whatever, just just about a year ago now. Yeah, like February first, um, you said of last year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we just had a huge client in the office. They called me up that morning and said, hey, listen, we want to stop by and just talk about a big project that we're going to be doing, kicking off pretty soon. I said, sure. Um, had the meeting with them, two hours, came out of the meeting, and uh, our head of strategy, our global head of strategy said, you know, your, your position's been eliminated. You're no longer needed here. That, so, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a good kick in the pants. Yeah, it was, it was, a, little, it was a little weird. And I was, I was, I was angry. But I was also, in some respects, relieved because I felt that I'd gotten to the point with this company that I didn't necessarily believe in the direction that they were going anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and I had planned to use 2020 as a launching pad to try to find something else. You know, sure, do the networking, you know, uh, start to talk to people, and maybe you know, mid year make a make a switch, and you know, all of that changed. And then you know, March, all of it changed again. Yeah, so shitty time to get kicked to the curb. It was it was rough, yeah, because anybody that had any type of intention of hiring, uh, you know, their staffing plans completely got, got, yeah. got you know, whitewashed. And a lot of hiring usually happens in the first quarter. You it know does. what I mean? Like it's it it's does. either I mean, it's either late in the fourth quarter or it's early it's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna kick off the year by adding, adding staff right, and, adding and staff. figuring out what hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And I so I felt that I was I mean, again, I'm twenty five years in the business between financial services, financial technology, covering all the same types of accounts, I'm going to be golden. Like people are going to scoop me up like nothing. Right. And, and, uh, and it's funny. We, I went back and forth on the severance package. Um, there, there were some, some, uh, sorted issues that, uh, that needed to be worked out. And, 
and, and I started to, we started to hear the, you know, the news coming on and I, uh, finally agreed to the severance package on March 12th. Oh, wow. Went out with a couple of buddies for, you know, for some, some beers and stuff like that for lunch. And, and, and March, 13th. March 13th. Yeah, yeah was, that's the day. March that's... 13th was, was, was D-Day. Well, I was going to say C-Day, right? Literally. COVID-19 COVID day. Um, and it's funny, you know, I've, I've, I've interviewed the throughout the whole year, um, you know, starting in the summertime, I started to get some traction. Uh, you know, I've come close, uh, on a, on a number of occasions, um, it came down to, listen, you know, we can't get the budget to hire somebody outside. So we're going to move somebody internal, but we really like you keep an eye out this, yeah. you know, this type of stuff. Um, and there's a couple of companies that I really wanted to work for that I had a no compete. And as the year went on, I'm like, all right, well. I'm actually getting closer to the no yeah, compete being yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, That was part uh, of the severance package. It was, yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, and uh, those companies also took a pass. They were looking at to, uh, just going a different direction with their relationship management teams. Again, I don't really have a problem with that. Um, and then just recently, uh, you know, applied to another uh, role company that I had uh, talked to over the summer, and and it's been going well. So you know, fingers crossed. Well, that, good. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, um. People so. can people can find you on uh, LinkedIn, or LinkedIn, can they find you? Can they yeah. find you on uh, Career Builder or uh, on uh, Zip ZipRecruiter <laughs> or Indeed.com? Are you are you out there in all? Definitely on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I, I I will say that the picture that I've got on LinkedIn is is several years old. Okay, so it's a very flattering picture of me nice. at this point. Nice. Um, you know, it was yeah. during my when I was riding my bike a lot, and I was you know I was I was pretty uh, you know. I was, I was pretty well put together. Pretty buff, point. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well yeah. yeah. No, point. you look good right now. So, you look I appreciate good right it. now. Yeah, 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 so do you. You look great, well, man. Well, I'm, you, you know, know, we do what we can do at I, this age I, to a hundred percent to, yeah. to I, keep up. I, I just try to, you know, a lot of face moisturizer. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those yeah. Sorts of things. So I did want to go back for one second, sure. just to high school. Yeah. You were as a a big guy. You were pretty quiet though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I, know, and part of me I think was, you know, part of me was almost like I was terrified. You know, I was, I had such an issue with shyness when I was younger. Okay. Um, and I, I feel like I, you know, especially during high school, it can be such a difficult time. And I had, I had my crew of friends, you know, the folks that, yep. that we hung out with. I mean, you mentioned, you know, played on the basketball team mm-hmm. and, and, you know, so I was pretty comfortable around those, those group of guys, yep. um, you know, hung out with folks like, you know, Ellen Weaver and Renee Terrio and, you know, uh, you know, the, the women from the, the, you know, the basketball team at, the, yep. at that time. You know, a couple of, I had a few friends that were in a couple of grades older than us, you mm-hmm. know, the class of 88, 89, uh, and then a couple of friends that were, you know, uh, grade younger than us. So I had my, the people that I was comfortable with, but I definitely wasn't, I, I never felt that I was somebody that, you know, during high school was going to go all in and, you know, kind of, I wasn't going to be the guy drawing a lot of attention to myself. Yeah. I just tried to, that was I me. Just tried to, that, that was me. <laughs> that, that, that's the guy you're looking at yeah, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, uh, just throwing I, myself. But I there. loved seeing it. It was just, I was just probably not confident enough in myself at that time. Got you it. Know, so, well, and you, it's funny cause now you exude confidence, honestly, like even just talking about yourself and your, your professional career, it, you've done a 180. And I think you mentioned at the very, very beginning that you've you've discovered that about yourself yeah. that uh it's probably taken a little bit of time and and some quiet time to to figure out how you're gonna how you are going to approach problems or fixing things or you know as a as a project manager and i think it it's you know the, the way that i look at it is when i was when i was so shy and and you have to break out of that at some point yeah you know and but what I truly valued back then and still today are the friendships 
and the relationships. And once you kind of break through that, I mean, I'm not going to be still today. I'm not going to be the loudest guy in a meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of walk quietly. I'll make my points. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm in a meeting with a client, you know, I'll, I'll make my points, but it's not going to be one of those situations where I'm, you know, again, making this big splash and drawing attention. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go in, I'm going to kind of tell you exactly what I think. Does anyone think you're a dick? Oh, well, besides my ex-wife sometimes, no. no. I mean, yeah, they and do. I'm they saying, do. is anybody like, oh, this yeah. guy, here no, comes they, Enos. They do. And, and, and again, I, I feel it. Like, you know, maybe back then some people probably thought that I was a dick because I was so quiet. Because I wasn't the one maybe. that was, yeah. you know, that there was yep. always, you know, throwing, you know, uh, throwing myself out there. I, I'm sure that there, there's definitely been clients that haven't, haven't enjoyed my approach. Um, but I've never done anything. You know, I've always, I've always done those things with the, the, the client's interest in, it, you know, uh, you know, First and foremost, uh, friendships, same thing. I'll yeah. always, you know, I'll do anything for anybody, you know. No, uh, which is outstanding. That's a great quality to have. But I guess part of what I was thinking as you're talking is that um, sometimes people feel like, oh, if, if my boss is talking to me, he likes me. If he's not talking to me, then I'm doing something wrong. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always these head games that go on with yeah. people. I, I guess even to a certain degree with me, like coaching kids on the baseball team, yeah. I'm like, if I'm talking to you and I'm all over you and I'm engaged, I love you. Right. Just know that. So if I'm hard on you, if I'm pushing you, it's because I think you can give us even more. Right. If I don't talk to you, it's like I don't really like you. Yeah, yeah you're, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you're, you're kind of you're kind of on this list over here. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Gonna kind like of ignore I, you. I'll be honest. I don't yeah. think you're gonna go anywhere, kid. And if yeah. I'm not talking to you, like that's why. No. Yeah, that's it's tough. I mean, I I also uh, you know help out coach with my son's. Uh, uh, baseball team. He's actually a hockey player, which which is ironic because I w- people remember me from the basketball team. I grew up playing hockey. Okay, um, and I went to I forget which tryouts it were. You know, it was when I was young, really, really early on. And you know, I looked around and it was Jeff Mead. It I was, was going to say it we're was, stacked, it was buddy. I mean, it was Arlington Bobby, High hockey. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Chipater. It. it was DJ Keating. It was a bunch of these kids, and I just looked around. I'm like, yeah, I need to go. Find yeah, I, I need to find something else to do. Yeah, like so, I got no shot against these guys. Yeah, I I no. loved. Uh, I do love thinking about that hockey program just from a stamp, pure standpoint of talent. I yeah. mean, honestly, like going to watch those games was just fantastic. And yeah. I I know. Uh, when I posted some pictures of uh, Jeff Sullivan, he had one of them where the, the ponders were all lined up on the blue line, probably yeah. for the national anthem. And so many people commented on that one yeah. photo, like great team, great bunch of guys. What a slap shot Jonathan Kelly had. Yeah. And, you know, and Chevy, like outstanding Oki, Mead, you know, Peony, Flash, like Gary mm-hmm. Scott and goal, like just all of it going to the garden and watching those guys battle was like, it was awesome. And the, I think the funny thing is living back in town, and I've been back in town, I basically lived in Arlington my whole life, other than you know, I spent three years down in New Going York. Going to New York, yeah. And, I, and then, you know, uh, when my uh, my then-girlfriend, you know, before we got married, we lived in Watertown. You know, I, I needed to be someplace close that I could get back. You know, when I moved back from New York, I moved back because I, went, I wanted, I needed to be able to take care of my dad. Mm-hmm. He was getting, he wasn't well, and, and I, you know, I, I just decided that, you know, I've done the, the New York thing, it's time for me to get back, and you know, kind of take care of things. And, uh, but I've basically been in, in, in Arlington my whole life, but I've also been that kid that, I mean, I live in the fringe. I'm the second to last house before you get to Lexington. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nobody even knows where I live. Um, once I had my son and my son started getting involved in the sports programs and whatnot, that's when you start to really, you know, kind of see and, and, and a lot of the people that we grew up with that are still local. 
when he got involved in the hockey program, I mean, the pride that they still have in, in Arlington yeah. hockey is is crazy. I mean, he doesn't, you know, when when his mom and I split up, I mean, he was like, we have to stay in Arlington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going anyplace. That's I'm like, funny. Well, buddy, you know, you got the house and it's a big house and, you know, so, he's like, no, we're, we're living there. Yeah, so Dave Schaffner said the same thing about his son, yeah. uh, that he was like, uh, you know, I have so much pride in, yeah. in being a spy ponderer. See, I love that. I miss it. Yeah. Again, coming from a smaller town now, um, it's it's kind of cool to hear. And again, my nephew Joey went to Arlington High and I my, uh, my niece Alice is at actually Minuteman, but... Uh, the fact that they're playing sports against yeah. guys that we went to, to high school with is, yeah. is kind of fun. And I know like Scotty Jones, uh, Carl Paratori's uh, brother-in-law is still very involved. And, yeah. and, you know, his son Brendan has done very well and uh, in hockey and is now going to go play baseball, I think, at Holy Cross. That's so awesome. it's... It really, honestly, that that sense of community is is strong. It's that, very, that that ponder pride is. It's, it's very strong. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, it, even the people that, that don't you know that don't live in town. I mean, the fact that they've you know they still have businesses in town and stuff like that. It's it's you know I, I've always I loved growing up where we where we grew up. Yeah. I love you know again even though I was quiet, I love the group of people that we have there. Um, it's a great town, you know. It's different. Yeah, it obviously. is. It's, it's a lot it's, different. It's a lot different. It is. I mean, the, the it, you it's, know, it, there. It's a, there's a lot of us that still live there, but there's obviously a lot of people that, that move there for, you know, because of the, the quality of life and the quality of the schools and the proximity to Boston and all those Correct. kinds of things. You nailed it. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, again, the, the, the fact that there's still people, you know, my son plays on a, you know, on a hockey team with Jay Henneberry's son, who was a couple of years older than yep. us. And, you know, uh, I see guys, you know, at the rink all the time. I, I spend more time at the rink than I do anything else, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, I'm always there for his practices. I'm yep. always there for the games that I can get into at this point. And you just, you see folks, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a, it's great to see the community still kind of, you know, staying home. Sure. So what do you like to do for fun? Like what, uh, you know, you obviously have a son that keeps you pretty busy, right? Yeah. He's, an, he's a nine year old. So that's, that's a yeah. good age to keep, you know, keep you on your toes. Yeah. I, you know, so, so the time that I spend with him, you know, and, and again, his mom and I live a couple of streets away from each other, yep. and I've got a great relationship with her now. You know, love her dearly. You know, just didn't work out as a couple, but we've we've raised a really, really good kid. Um, uh, you know, again, coaches baseball team. I'm constantly down at the field with him and, you know, five, six of his buddies, yep. you know, throwing batting practice. I, I, honest to God, I think I'm going to need Tommy John surgery by yeah. the time it's done. <laughs> uh, involved in his, you know, in his, uh, in his hockey. I'm not a coach, uh, you know, not this year. Um but constantly involved with them in, in the hockey. My personal t- to time, you know, especially when the weather's nice, I love to play golf, man. Yeah, I, I noticed just... uh, the kilt, right? <laughs> you yeah. uh, you got some uh, some some yeah. big. Uh, what do you call yeah. the socks? Are they, uh, they have a special name. I, they, they must. I, I'm the not the sure. big white like. Yeah, those are. Uh, that was a. Uh, that was a Halloween party golf event ah. uh, that, some, that some some friends of mine used to throw up in Vermont. That's oh, Vermont. So it was I like, like it. They used to do it right around, uh, I guess, Columbus Day weekend. Okay. Uh, the funny thing about that picture is that you know, that was in the morning, You know, let's say about noon yep. or, or so. The frost delays and people, you know, pre-gaming the, 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 the little, yeah. the, the little fit, silly tournament. Me and one of the other guys went out, I think, and there's a, there's a picture of it. Uh, where the kilt looks like it's being blown up, which is which it is, because there's a snow squall coming over Mount Snow, and it dumped probably two inches of snow in about 15 minutes. Wow! While we were still out in the course, while we, were, you know, and I'm like, 
this is really uncomfortable. I, I don't know how the Scots do it, but this is really, really uncomfortable. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good are, day, though. Are you Scottish? I'm not, actually. You're not. I didn't think so, been, but I just... I've been to Scot- Scotland twice. Uh, actually, I've been to Scotland three times, but twice in the last few years, we went to uh, me and a group of guys that I used to work with uh, went to St. Andrews. Okay. We had a, we rented a place literally right at the 18th green, uh, went over there for a week and played all the, all the great courses for, you know, two years in a row. It was, it was amazing. Jealous. It was amazing. Yeah. Ever, jealous. That's kind of, if you ever get the chance, uh, you know, I don't know if your son will plays, plays golf. Uh, I'm trying to get him trying. Yeah. He's, he will play on occasion, but, uh, you know, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. When he gets older, I, I, I would highly recommend it's an amazing trip. It's amazing. St. Andrews is an amazing little town. Uh, it's it's awesome. Oh, and Braveheart's one of my favorite movies. 100%. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. come on. Freedom! <laughs> and then we got Fat Bastard. Yeah. Like, yeah. first things first, lassie. <laughs> Where's your shit at? I've got a turtle head perking it. I've got a crap on deck that could choke a donkey. <laughs> Sorry. I, I love the Scottish it's accent. It's awesome. It's amazing. And, and oh, man, see, I'm jealous yeah. of people. Yeah. So when you were over there, you went with a group of guys you used to work with? Yeah. And you just took it all in. I mean, you're at St. Andrews and, you know, the yeah. history. You're you're enjoying some adult beverages. Quite a some few. Some food. You eat, any, few. you eat any haggis? We did. We ate, oh, we I love it. Haggis, see, yeah. when in Rome, you got to. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. To. And it yeah. wasn't nearly as bad as what I thought it was going to be. You know, it was, uh, it was, it was. We had haggis balls. We had haggis, <laughs> we had haggis, they, they do haggis with everything. Yeah. It was no, fun. see, that's cool. Yeah. I uh, I am. I'm envious of that stuff. When people are able to live, you know what yeah. I mean, and, and, and breathe and do things. It's, that's, it, it, it was an amazing It was an amazing trip. You know, again, I did it twice, two years in a row. Um, we, luckily, we had good weather both years, so uh, it was it was a lot of fun. That's great. It was a lot of fun, yeah. That's great. And how is your golf game? We got a, we got a bunch of golfers in this class, yeah. too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, some, when you get when you get to the point where your body doesn't do anything else, you, at least you can play golf. Man, I, you, know, you know, there's a there's a good group. I'm talking like we could put four or five foursomes together easily. Yep. Get twenty guys out there, and I I'd definitely be the worst one out of the out of the group. I would. I'll, 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 no, I'll, 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 I'll battle. That, uh, I mean, uh, no one's no one's more competitive than me. I mean, I'm trying. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm trying to sink those putts, but um, uh, you know, some of the guys like Stenny and Sigs and yeah. and uh, you know, they're playing all the time and they're yeah. they're living life and and winning trophies. Danny Granin, my boy down in Florida, you know, those guys in Florida just eating it up. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure I'm missing a handful of guys like I don't know, was it Tim Canada and a whole bunch of guys that um w- were able to. Uh, just you know to me when you can make a living and and enjoy it you know what i mean when yeah. you can do both when it's a nice combination of yeah. work and play well, i'm glad i don't have to make a living playing golf that's uh, i guess the way you know I, I i i hold my own i used to be really good and then you know and then it's it's one of those things it's fleeting so so where did you go to school let's just out of curiosity like where where did yeah. you go to college so uh it's funny i i i left high school and, and, you know, I was one of those folks that I had no idea what college was going to be like. And, um, you know, took a bunch of, uh, of the accounting courses in, in high school, mm-hmm. figured I'm going to go to Bentley. I'm going to be an accountant. Yep. And I got to Bentley and I, I hated it. I just, I didn't like the, I was a commuter, um, you know, cause I live like <laughs> on that side of town. So sure. it was like two miles yeah, away yeah, from, yeah. you know, um, just didn't, 
it it wasn't a program that was that was going to work for me. So I spent a year there. Um, my second semester, I actually took an EMT course. Uh, in addition to going to school, it was like a night course. Uh, you know, passed my EMT license and figured, you know, I'm going to take some time off. And my mother was the one that said, "Listen, you know, you can do that, but but why don't you go take a look at this this other school that you had looked at?" And it was uh, up in Hennecker, New Hampshire, New England College. Yep. Um, and so I, I said, all right, I'll give it another shot. And it was the best decision that I could have made. It, you know, the, the school at the time had a thousand students total across all four, all four classes. Okay. Um, small in Arlington high. It was I crazy. mean, we graduated with like 12, yeah. you know, we graduated with 310, but there were like 1200 in yeah. the school. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, any seat, there was, there was, you know, one like blinking light in the, in the center of town. There was like a, uh, uh, you know, a Chinese restaurant and, you know, and a sub shop. And that's basically, that's all that that's was it. there. That's it. That's Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah. It was in, but I loved it. And, um, you know, I, I transferred up there. I was way behind on credits and I just busted my ass um, to the point where when it came time to walk, I was like three credits shy of, of, of having the diploma right. that I just had to, had to finish up. I, I went up there. I, I think only six credits had transferred in. So I finished Four years worth of work, basically, in three years. Yeah, good for you. And, you busted uh, it, like you said. And uh, and then I figured, you know, I don't know. I came back to came back to Arlington. And I started working. You know, I, I was working throughout that time. Right. You know, for Armstrong Ambulance, like a bunch, of, like a bunch of us did. Sure. Um, it's funny. Funny story. My first year up there, I had gone to the gym. Um, basketball. Just figured I'd go shoot around. There was a couple of guys from the team playing. They, they were looking to play a three on three and. They were one guy short, so they said, hey, do you want to play? I'm like, all right, sure. So go over and um, whatever, I hit a shot. Hit a, hit another one? Hit another one. Kid throws me an alley-oop, you know, that, you know, I didn't dunk it, but, you know, tip it in. All of a sudden, you see this guy over in the corner kind of watching us and um, finish up the game, you know, probably played for about an hour and a half, and he's sitting there just watching the whole thing. He comes over to me. He's like, who, who the hell are you? <laughs> I said, go to school here. He's like, you know, you, you basically just, you know, kind of – took advantage of most of my best players on my basketball right, team. Right, right. like, do you want to try out? So I tried out my, I guess that would be my sophomore year, tried out for the team, made it. was like the sixth man for the first half of the year. And then, uh, you know, coming into the winter, I, I think that there must have been about 57 feet of snow. And he had us go up, like, December 27th. And we didn't start school again until, like, the beginning of February. I'm like, ah, but no, this isn't going to work for wow, me. Wow, okay. But, so I, I stopped playing. Um said thanks but no thanks yeah, yeah. like you know i'm not going anywhere and, i got gotcha. you yeah, yeah um but you fast forward two years later my senior year my accounting teacher knew that i had played he had gone to the games and he yep. said hey listen uh uh you don't have to you don't have to come to my friday classes because i know that you go home when you work on the weekends you know driving the ambulance he said but come you know october 15th you gotta you gotta quit work and you gotta you gotta try out again I said, I don't have to go to your Friday classes ever. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. I said, done. Yeah, deal. So um, funny thing about college is that because I was never there on the weekends because I was coming home to work because I needed, you know, I remember my parents were retired yep. by the time. Um, nobody knew me on campus. Like I had two roommates for, yeah, you for, weren't, for yeah, three Yeah, you weren't years. really around. You were a ghost. I, I was, it was like high school. But that last year, I went crazy. Every party, every you know, every event. Yep. At you know, on the basketball team, and um, I think I, I lived four years worth of college life in the last uh, in the last semester. Oh boy! And I, you know, like Larry Bird walking. Yeah, off the, yeah. Walking you off said, the court. I just, see I just, ya. I just dropped the ball and I just walked off the court. Yeah. 
That's pretty good, though. Yeah. It's kind of a, a an interesting spin on. Yeah. Some people didn't get out of get out of freshman year. You know what I mean? They went and just went. I made it balls all. to the wall, went crazy, <laughs> and they did. They they're like, yeah, I got asked to leave like yeah. campus. I, I I made it all the way to my to my senior year before they before they decided that it was probably you know maybe I was causing too much of a ruckus. That's so, funny. Yeah. Um, what have you found out about yourself over this last year? I mean, I'm not trying to be stupid, but you've had some time on your hands. So do you have any, have you had any hobbies? Have you dabbled in anything? Do you have a little side hustle is, you know, um, so, I mean, just recently I've been helping out a, you know, a friend are, you know, we, we met each other, you know, probably five, six years ago. He lives, you know, just across the highway from, you know, in Arlington, but lives just across the highway. Um, and he, he reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I, I might need some help, you know, doing some plowing. You want okay. to do some plowing? I'm like, yeah, sure. So the first day, first day he he says, "Hey, I'm going to need you. You know, uh, I'm going to you know I'll give you a call about midnight. We need you in there. You're probably going to plow, whatever." I said, "Yeah, that's fine." He said, "Do you want to use the pickup or you want to pick up? You want to use the loader?" And I said, "I don't care." And he kind of he, he laughed at me. He's like, "Have you ever driven a loader?" I'm like, "No. How, <laughs> how fucking hard can it be, bud? Uh, like it's, plowing snow. You know, it's it's snow." And uh, did, so, so did you kill somebody? No, no, no it's big. It's a big parking lot. You know? I gotcha. So, uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, you know, I, I, would, I guess I would call that my side hustle. You know, I just asked him. I don't want to get paid. Just whatever. And what about, like, over the summer? Like this, you know, so you got, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to, like, no. hold your feet to the fire. It was, like, 95 all summer, Matt. Yeah. And you're talking about plowing last week. I'm saying, uh, uh, you know, you get laid off in February. So, yeah. March, you're sitting around April, May, June, July, August, September. What I'm saying, did you... So it's funny that yeah. So I, I just had a, a an interview the other day, and, and we're a guy that I was talking to. He's, he's he asked me the same thing. He's like, "Listen, you know, you've been out for a year. Like, yeah. what have you been doing?" I said, "Listen, I'm earlier in my life, having a year off like this would have destroyed me. Yeah, and it has because I've I've had extended you know times you know after nine eleven, I was out for a year. Right. Um, you mentioned the 2000, 2008. I got yeah. laid off from Fidelity, but my, you know, one of my last jobs with Fidelity, uh, two thousand ten, April of two thousand ten. I didn't go back to work until October of two thousand eleven. Yep, eighteen months. Yep, you know, and and trust me, those are dark, dark days. I, this time, it's been different. Um, you know, and, and I've I've only recently probably looked back at it and said, you know, at, at a time where my son needed not only a dad, but a teacher. Yep. A coach. Yep. A camp counselor. Yep. A friend. I've been that. Um, you know, I, you no, know, great answer. We've, you know, we've done, you know, we spent more time at the beach than I ever would have thought that I would spend at the beach just because it was someplace that you could go and you could be outside and, you know, uh, the, the, the you know, issues weren't as bad when you were, you know, where you're, you're at the beach. Right. Um, you know, I got him playing. Uh, you know, baseball the, the last couple of years, um, you know, I've, I've, I've fibbed about his age a little bit. So I've had him playing up, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a seven and eight year old, I had him playing with uh, the eight to 11 and then the nine to 12 year old league. Okay. You know, just to kind of get him out there and, and only makes you stronger. hundred percent. Play um, better competition. You know, and, and again, you know, been able to go to the park and, and throw batting practice and take slap shots and, you know, ride the bike trail out to Bedford with them. And, you know, again, things that I never would have been able to do if I was working. Sure. So as much as it sucks not having a yeah. job and not having, you know, what, you know, the income that I was, that I was used to, I also, you know, I had the time and, and so I've, I've used it to, to spend the time with him, 
you know. Um, no, that's why I said great answer. I yeah. mean, I wasn't trying to be a dick and, no, and, no, no, no. and give you a hard time. I'm just saying, no. I, I, you know, it's been hard on everybody. I mean, downtime. Like, yeah. it's like, as I said, Groundhog Day or just being in, you know, your home, which is your home, but around the same people all the time. It's yeah. just, you know, I'm not ready to snap, but I'm ready to snap. No, I'm only kidding. I'm fine. Um, it's... Uh, I was just curious, you know what I mean? Like it's, I think it's great that you've been able to spend that time with your son. Cause I know, you know, for me personally, that's invaluable. Like yeah. there's no price tag. There's nothing that, uh, you know, there's nothing you can put on it or, or there's no restrictions at all that, uh, would make me feel that it's not time well spent. It's also, you know, and it's, it's funny for these, for these kids for this past year, you know, it's, their life over the last years, particularly this, the summer vacation, is what we did growing up. Right. You know, I, I'm, you know, Grant, Arlington doesn't have the can or the, the, you know, the park counselors where you go up and you do GIMP and play, you know, yeah. uh, Foursquare. And, and, I love know. that. The it Arlington was, Recreation Department. Was, um, I was up at Robbins Farm yeah. every day yeah. all summer. We were up at Dallin every single day. I think you get to bring home the knock hockey table. And Correct. Again, from where I lived, that same was like, thing. I was like a big, you know, I was like, you know, I needed a pickup truck to get it back to my same house. Same thing. Um, so in, in, in some respects, that's the life that these kids lived. You know, I mean, starting in, starting in March, you know, it was, it, there was like bike gangs. It was scary yeah. because nobody's driving at that point. So the, the kids are all over the place. Um, but at the same time, I feel like there was like this pressure and there's been stress for the, for the kids this, this past year. But I also feel like, you know, all of the camp programs and like, I'm starting to think to myself, I'm totally rethinking what we're doing next year with him. Yeah. You know, because he survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, he enjoyed himself, you know. And there were lazy days where he slept until 1030 in the morning as a nine-year-old. Right. You know, uh, I, I thought of, I, I, there's a lot of things that we could change about the last year, the time that I got to spend with him and, and seeing him sort of handle that, I, would, I wouldn't change that at all. Well, and I would also say this, just in our, conversation uh, certainly I didn't know what your journey's been like or where it's taken you but um you know you seem pretty resilient as well you know that some bumps have occurred and you haven't let it beat you down and and eat you up is that I mean you seem like you're in a good place is that fair to say because I know some people and I don't mean to minimize it it's been a huge talking point uh, um not depression so much as just like isolation or just mm -hmm. feeling whatever people are feeling so you seem actually pretty good. I have dark days. Okay. You know, for, for sure. Um, it, but I feel like in the, in the, you know, when I've gone through these type of things in the past, uh, you know, and it's usually around, it's usually occurred for me around some sort of, you know, big, you know, uh, big event. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely feel like I've, I've handled this one a little bit better. And I don't know if that's just, you know, maturity. Experience, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I feel like I've been, you know, been a little bit better. It's not to say that there are some days where I, I'm like, all right, this completely sucks and my life sucks and, and, and whatever. I try to get myself kind of quickly out of that and, and, tr you know, and, and try to focus on the positives. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's, it's been easier again. It sucks, yeah, but it's been easier this time around. So, yeah, well, I, I believe we're all our own worst critics. You know what I mean? We, we get we all get inside our own heads yeah. more than anybody else gets in there. You're, you, you know, you sit around and you're like, Oh, what am I doing? Like, is this it? You know, or what's yeah. going on? And it's tough. So 
I mean, as as somebody that's been on a job search now for the you know for the last year, you know, being told no, there are certain situations where I can where I can I can understand it. And I've 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 tried to be good about following up every time that you know that I haven't necessarily been offered a job. I've always been I've been good this past year about following up with the mm-hmm. hiring manager or you know whoever the folks were that. Uh, you know, that I met with just to, to say, listen, I've appreciated the experience. It's been, it's been, it's been great. I hope that you, you know, that you got the person that you need. Yep. Um, I've tried to stay, you know, definitely more positive, you know, and, and I think it's, I think it's helped because I've definitely gotten responses to some of those, you know, to, to some of those follow-ups where the people probably didn't expect that mm-hmm. from somebody that, that just didn't get the job, right? you know, and, and, Again, I, I think it's it's just a different mindset. So that's uh, awesome. To. Yeah, happy to hear it. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I wish you the best. Appreciate it. Honestly, I, I hope that twenty twenty one, you know, is a little bit kinder to you. It's you know, I, I'm, I, it's trending up, and and uh, you know, I, I I'm just gonna try to stay positive with it. So. Yeah, that's all you can do. Honestly, yeah. uh, I appreciate you listening. I you know, and and coming down here, taking some time to yeah. to. Fill me in a little bit on what you've been up to. This, and, is, uh, this has been great. Uh, again, I, I, I give you a, an, an amazing amount of credit for, you know, for pulling us all together. Thank you, know, you. From all walks of life, from all corners of the globe. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely some, you know, some folks that uh, uh, I'm sure you're trying to get on, and it would be fascinating to hear, you know, to hear yeah, some of their stories. So, I am. I, yeah. I've said it once. I'll say it every time. Yeah. There's no one that I don't want to talk to. Sure. I, it's just it's hard to track everybody down or I don't know if people want to be tracked down. So yeah. I've said, find me. It's not that hard. It's come, not that difficult. Come, come yeah. find me. And, uh, like I said, if, if, if you, uh, you know, hopefully somebody hears yours and reaches out to you and, and, you know, um, let you know that we're all in it together and, 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 you know, be good for you to probably reconnect with a whole bunch of people that, you know, maybe you didn't know that well in high school. Yeah. So I think people are going to enjoy this, Matt. And, uh, Again, I appreciate you coming down here. And Thanks for having me. Wish you the best. Yeah, sure. Matt Enos, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah.